Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Praise God. Good morning, everybody. So good to see you again. Such a joy for our hearts to participate what God is doing with you. And uh, thank you for this great opportunity. I want to thank Pastor Cameron for giving us his open door so we may be part of your joy and uh, this specific season, you know, of God's outpouring. Praise God. Well, uh, I have a message to share with you. Uh, I really believe that God's glory and presence would be stronger and more powerful than my accent. <laughs> this morning, thank you, Lord, for your help and uh, divine support from above. It's not about words. It's all about your presence and your glory being with us and supporting us to live a victorious life. And we give you the glory this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen. I want to start with a scripture um, from the book of Romans, chapter 6. And in verse 4, Paul says, Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, in the same manner, we also should walk in newness of life. So you see the resurrection of Jesus Christ concerns us and our lives and in the same manner God raised him from the dead and established him by his right side in the power the Bible says of indestructible life we a position in the same uh, uh, in the same manner in the same position the same privileges and uh, God is supporting our personal personal lives in the same way and Whatever belongs to Jesus, whatever the truth about Jesus is, the same things and the same power and the same truth, you know, is, is about us. And uh, this transforming power of God's resurrection life is available today for every one of us. And I want to give you a picture in, from a story from the Old Testament just uh, to show you how powerful God is towards us today to do everything and to accomplish everything which is required for life and godliness. <laughs> Amen. So this is a story in the Old Testament found in the book of Numbers, chapter 17. And uh, some of the Bibles, they have a title for this chapter, which is called Aaron's Rod Budding. And it's an amazing story of God proving who is the chosen one to minister before his presence and in the tabernacle, to, who is the chosen one to, to hold the office of, of, of the high priest. And because of the quarrel and the arguments they had between them, uh, Moses asked God to, for help and God decided to, 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 to show up his power by a sign and wonder which is beyond every expectation. He commanded Moses to collect all the staffs, the, the rods, these, these chief leaders of the 12 tribes they had at that time. 
like just regular sticks, you know, and to collect them and bring them in the sanctuary and to present them in the presence of God's glory for one night. And the Bible says on the next morning, that's in verse 8, on the next morning Moses went into the tent of the testimony and behold, the staff of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted and put forth buds and produced blossoms and it bore ripe almonds. Wow! Have you ever heard of anything like that? A dead stick, old, worn out, cut it from the source of life from a long time ago, being fully, you know, dry and no life in it, cannot respond to anything, but presented in the glorious realm of God's presence, boom, for one night, it went through the whole stages of, of reproductivity and, and, and fruitfulness and, and, and just reach out the final stage of fruitfulness, bringing forth ripe almonds. I was thinking if a dead stick can respond to God's presence and glory in such a magnificent way, how much more we today who have become partakers of the divine nature being born out of the same source of the same spirit of his son. You see, Paul is telling us something. This is uh, Romans, uh, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2. And he goes like, And you, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, listen to this, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Wow. Now listen. These rods, these people had, there's something interesting about this story. First of all, I, I've run through that story, you know, many times, and I've never seen this before. And God gave me a glimpse of, of understanding and revelation, which really touched and impressed my, 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 my spiritual, you know, man. And you know what? No one is making rods and staffs from an almond tree. Why? Because the nature of the almond tree doesn't fit that purpose. When you if you cut a branch from an almond tree and it dries up, it, it cracks and, and breaks very easily. It, it is very fragile. It's bended, curved, and doesn't fit the purpose of, of a staff, of a rod. You know, the rods are used for, for weapon. 
you know, like against wolves or snakes, uh, scorpions, to carry a load, to lean on it and, and, and just, you know, resting and, and like a support. And it has to be durable and, and hard and, and, and tough. And, and almond tree doesn't fit that purpose. And I think, I, I, I mean, it's one thing to make a former branch from an almond tree to reproduce and be renewed after its own kind, you know, and start, uh, you know, blossoming and burning and bearing ripe almonds. It's totally another thing to make a branch of a different tree, a different nature, had nothing to do ever with almonds to, to, to bear fruit which is not after its own kind. And you see, the Bible tells us that we were dead branches of wild, wild branches, wild trees, because people would make this stick, you know, no one would destroy an almond tree on a purpose to make a stupid sti stick, you know. The, the almond tree is important, it feeds you, it sustains you. And usually you, you, will, you would go to the wild, uh, you know, uh, plants and on the open field and you will find something which has no purpose in it. You will cut it and use it for that purpose. Plus at that time, these people went out of Egypt on the way to the promised land. And we know very well that at that time they didn't have almond trees in Egypt. And also no almond, almond trees definitely in the desert, right? So God supernaturally transferred you know, that this kind of fruitfulness of new life and something which didn't belong to this, to, to, to this, you know, stick, to this wood. And it started reproducing something which never had anything to do before. And Paul is talking in the book of Romans that remember that once you were wild branches, but now you are grafted in the olive tree, and you're not holding the root, but the root is holding you. And we are grafted in the anointed one, Christ Jesus. And now we, we have a new nature because we are united with him. The one who is united with the Lord is one spirit with him. And guess what? Nothing can prevent you to be fruitful and, and to bear that, 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 that fruit you are appointed and ordained by, by God the Father and your fruit to remain and to bring something which you, you had nothing to do before with. But supernatural life is flowing now. And if a dead stick responded in that magnificent way for one night, spent just one night in the presence of God, how much more we who are... Uh, united with him and nothing the Bible says nothing shall separate us from his influence and love and, and, and grace and we are appointed to be with him forever and ever I mean victory is ours I mean abundant life belongs to you God is supporting you you are more important than a dead stick whatever the purpose it had and, and carried, you know, you become a beloved sons and daughters, a precious possession of his own heart. How much more today he can support your life and your, your, your personality and everything you are like a person to make it blossom, to make it flourish. Even you didn't have that ability before to be alive in that manner, now you are producing after 
whatever is found in the nature and in the life and in the spirit of Jesus Christ. Woo, praise God. Praise God. The Bible says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. What is born of the spirit is spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. And now we have a spiritual life flowing in us. And the spiritual life is reproducing the fruit of the spirit. And we can overcome the flesh in a mighty way. And you see, uh, I was like, okay, Lord, that's, that's very, I mean, mind-blowing, you know. A, a, a stick of unknown, you know, kind of, of, of tree producing something so beautiful and so uh, like almonds are very biblical. Almonds are very uh, important before the Lord because uh, you see, uh, like uh, the lampstands in the tabernacle which was positioned in the holy place. The Bible says the lampstand made of gold was decorated by divine order with, with almonds, blossoms, and things like that. Then we see uh, God is giving a vision to Jeremiah the prophet, and he, he's asking him, what do you see, Jeremiah? And Jeremiah goes like, I see an almond branch. I see an almond tree blossoming. And God goes like, you have seen well. Because I'm eager to perform and, and to, to, to act. And definitely uh, the almond, like a picture, has a message, you know. God, God is sending us a message through this almond. Amen? If, like prophetically speaking, when God is giving us a picture, we try to interpret this, right? If you see a dark cloud over someone, you, you would go like, well, this speaks something. Like there is something... You know, like casting a shadow and a threat in your life. If we see a rainbow or a dove, whatever, you know, we, we try to interpret this vision. So if God is giving us uh, almonds, ripe almonds, definitely there is a message behind it. Don't you think so? And, and you know, the almond tree is very special, like I said, in the Bible. And, you know, the most important thing, Talking about the promised land and the land of Israel. The because they didn't have almonds in Egypt. Do you remember the story? Jacob sending presents to Pharaoh when his son Joseph was established like a prince over Egypt. And he's sending his sons to, to buy food. And he's sending, presenting presents, the, the fruit of the land he, he was abiding you know, to, to Pharaoh. And the Bible talks like he sent pistachios, some honey, some balm, and almonds. And you see, definitely talking that Pharaoh have never ever seen almonds before. They didn't have almonds in, in Egypt at that time. I mean, if you try to impress me and please me, don't, don't send, don't send uh, uh, Bulgarian yogurt because that's a Daily food, uh, we have Bulgarian yogurt everywhere. It won't impress me, you know, like it's not can be considered nothing. But Jacob sent almonds and they they they're fruit of the promised land. I mean, 
So what is specific about the almond? Listen to this. The almond tree is the first one to blossom in the land of Israel. The first one to declare a breakthrough and the coming of a new season and the end of the winter. The season of death, gloom and doom and darkness and, and stagnation and whatever. And the almond tree blossoms when, when no other tree has the slightest idea of what is coming. Think about this. The dictionary says, in the midst of the winter, in the midst of the winter, in the pinnacle of the winter, the almond tree would blossom on a leafless stem, you know, and, and fully cover the crown, you know, and this gorgeous beauty and glory just declaring the coming of the spring, revival and renewal, life abundant. Wow. So definitely God is speaking about giving us a picture of the almonds, about the power of this new life, and that like the almond tree, if it speaks about us, we have power on the inside of indestructible life, which is not that much dependent on the outward circumstances and environment. Because the almond tree can start blossoming and producing and reproducing uh, while still in a hostile environment. The winter is still lingering, is still there, but the almond tree possesses a greater power. And you see, we Christians and believers, we are not like the people of the world from the world. They need appropriate conditions and weather to be good, to behave well, and things like that. But with us, it's not like that. We are not dependent on outward environment, appropriate conditions. We have something working in us. The Bible talks that the kingdom of God doesn't come by an observation. It's not somewhere in the air. The kingdom of God is in us. The Bible talks about rivers of life flowing out of your innermost being. And you see, we are not dependent on things coming from the outside. To be good, to forgive, to love, to, to flourish, to blossom, and to prosper. Because we have that indestructible power deposited through the Spirit in us. And you see, the Bible doesn't say just almonds. If I were one of these people and the next morning Moses goes out and carrying that rod, you know, and showing the slightest sign of life, just a small green leaf or, or just a little sprouting, you know what? I would be fully convinced and impressed because I know very well that no dead stick in the world can produce any sign of life so for me even the slightest green leaf or sprouting would be sufficient to be convinced but God didn't stop with the sprouting he went through all the stages and the Bible says the final the final stage was ripe almonds doesn't say almonds but ripe almonds so how you recognize that an almond is ripe what it, you know, you go to the store and you don't buy green avocados, you know, like not ripe because if you want to use them today, you, you, you squeeze it and if it's ripe, you know, it's soft. 
you, you buy apples and you recognize the color. Okay, not apples, bananas. Okay, you recognize the bananas through, through the color. And, and, and we, we've learned, we've learned how to recognize the, the produce we're buying, you know, when it's ripe. So how we recognize that an almond is, is, is in the ripe condition already, uh, you know, ready to be harvested. We have almonds in Bulgaria, so I've seen many of them. And, you know, it takes like six months in the natural for an almond to, 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 to reach that, that stage. But when an almond... You know, it's 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 nut. Okay, when an almond I, I, it's ripe, the shell, the outer shell which covers that seed. You know, because the almond is a seed, if you can put it in the soil and it will sprout and produce life. It it cracks. That shell cracks and opens wide, starts fading away, peeling off, and and drying up. And it is just, it, it becomes nothing, you know. Whatever is on the inside is the center, is the important thing. Whatever is found in that seed is on display. And whatever is covering and holding it, you know, cracks and opens and being destroyed. It means that whatever God has put in us, that's your center, that's the important thing which counts more and has greater value. Whatever is found in the flesh doesn't bring any profit, amen, words of Jesus. And you see, whatever is in you grows and expands and grows after the image of Christ Jesus. And sooner or later it overcomes your old nature, your old man, and whatever is found in the flesh fades away pills off, being destroyed, being removed because we don't need that covering and that old nature and that old personality anymore. But we have been transformed after the image and conformed after the image of his son. And he grows in us and takes possession of our life and sooner or later it overcomes, you know, whatever was found in this outer shell, empty shell. Wow, not, now it's not empty. Now it's full of life. It's full of the seed of life in us. And that's all about the almond tree. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, depend on the, on the conditions. You know, it, it, it is not just uh, uh, that much dependent on, on like the other trees. And you know, we, we always expect that things would go better around us and, and you know, the, the surrounding environment that's okay that's good but you see you're an independent you have an independent existence found in Christ Jesus Jesus said if I live you will live if I win you win if I'm strong you will be strong and you see it is our source and our existence is comes from the sphere of the spirit on the inside and we don't depend that much you can have a breakthrough in the midst of your winter. In the midst of your winter, you can manifest glory and beauty. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. You're so awesome. You're so awesome. What happens takes place in you, not in the atmosphere around you. 
Your identity is not dictated or defined by your circumstances. Quite the opposite. You rule over your circumstances by faith. Amen. The Bible says Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a spring. This, this is a blessing pronounced by his father Jacob, the end of his life over Joseph. And he goes like, his branches run over a wall. And you know, we, we face walls, hindrances, barriers, and limits, and blockages sometimes on our journey, in our lives. But you know what? You are a fruitful bough by a spring. It means you have a source, and your source is found in the, 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 the stream of the living waters. Because the Bible says, with joy we will draw uh, water from the well, from the wells of salvation. And salvation on Hebrew means Yeshua. That's the original word which speaks about Jesus. Amen. So we're drawing from the wells of Yeshua. And we have that well supporting our life. And don't be focused on your walls and hindrances and barriers because, you know, they are not the source. And you draw from Jesus, you draw from God, and guess what? You grow. You're appointed to grow. You're appointed to be fruitful. Jesus said in John chapter 15, you are appointed and ordained to be fruitful, which means nothing would prevent God to make you fruitful and to prosper. Nothing prevented God to, to manifest in, in, in the nature of that dead stick. How much more we who have been grafted in the nature and planted into his personality. Amen. I read... I read the story, and you know what? We win. At the end of the day, God wins. Praise God. Praise God. But you see that, that completeness, that fullness got accomplished. We know very well that we cannot go that far for one night, okay? We cannot because we are appointed to grow in the fullness of Christ. But the good news is this, that although it takes time uh, in the natural, it's a process. We know very well. When I look back, you know, I see me different. I see me, my personality grown in Christ and I'm changed and I'm not the same. Although it was a good beginning when I was born again, okay? The old man was circumcised and just uh, buried with Jesus and he gave me new life but still it took time for me to grow you know and to accomplish and and advance but you know what uh, although it's a process every time or any time we turn to Christ in Christ Jesus the Bible says the fullness dwells this fullness this completeness soundness and wholeness dwells and and in him we have completeness and fullness and he is the head uh, uh, which fills all in all, and in him that fullness which dwells fills the whole body and supplies. And John chapter 1, verse 16 to 18, John is talking that out of his fullness we have all received grace upon grace and favor upon favor. Everything which is required for life and godliness is found in him, which means anytime you need something, you need to grow. You need to go further. You need that, that support for the next step. You turn to him and you see that this, this 
fullness dwells in him and whatever you need, sprouting, blossoming, advancing, you know, ripe almonds, final stage, healing, you know, financial support, hope, faith, courage, boldness, to rise up and walk, to be, uh, to make the next step and not to, to be defeated, you know, when you see, when you look to Christ and when you behold your Savior, you know what? You know that you can make it and he goes like, I lead you, I lead you in a victorious life. Every day, all the time. The Bible, he, the Bible says he always leads us in a victorious triumph. When we turn to him, you know, we can see everything we need already accomplished. It is a done deal. He, he won that victory. He said, in the world you have a tribulation. In the world you have challenges and tribulation, but you know what? Be in a good cheer because I have overcome the world. Every battle, every challenge you face, Jesus being there. Jesus already won that battle on your side for you. And when you turn to him, he supplies your life with whatever he has accomplished on your side. That's why, you know, although it takes time, when I turn to Jesus, I know that my life is found in him. And that the Bible says that when Jesus appears, when Jesus, who is your life, appears, we will be like him. And Paul says that for me to live is Christ. It's not just being an apostle and a saint which no one can reach that statue, you know. But it's about the support he had being fully dependent on Christ for whatever he was called for. And it's the same with us. Being a mother, being a father, the father needs to supply and support. The mother needs to take care of the house and the children and and, you know, to be the, the sustainer for, for, for the family in many ways. That, that's why we need uh, women, you know, they've they been made on a purpose, you know. Without them, we cannot be, uh, our personality cannot be complete. God saw that, so he made something, you know, on a purpose so we may live in that fullness and completeness. But you know what? We all, we need God and we need to overcome our challenges and raising children and being good parents and being good citizens of this country and being light of the world and salt of the world. It takes some efforts. It takes some challenges and victories. And we need Christ, you know, to accomplish this. And when we turn to him, you know what? He, he's not lacking out of his fullness, you receive grace upon grace. We got grace, but he has more to give you. We got favor, but he has more favor to give you out of his fullness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says what God has started, he is able to bring it to completeness, to perfection. You see, we cannot stay forever in the stage of preparation, like constantly postponing our final results. When you turn to Christ, he gives you courage and boldness to stop postponing, you know, and like, okay, next week, next time. No, now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. Now is appropriate time. Jesus goes like, today, now, these scriptures have been fulfilled in your ears. 
It must go down from your ears, you know, to your heart. Be received. And you know that it starts working, prospering and flourishing in every area of your life. Thank you, Lord. Okay, one last thing. Okay, how can I apply this story into my life? You know, I want to blossom, to prosper. I want to be fruitful. And I know that God has appointed me to fruitfulness. And you know, this is a key in this story. Whose rod was that, 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 that blossom? It originally belonged to Levi. It was uh, presented to, to Aaron, but originally the rod belonged to Levi. It means Levi's name was written uh, originally on that rod. And you know, Levi means something on English. It has a meaning, this name. It's not just a regular name. Leah, the, 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 the wife of, of Jacob, when she bore that child, she gave that name on a purpose. And Levi means an attachment or union. And it means that only by union and only by being attached and being in fellowship and united with God, we can reproduce and we can be fruitful. Which means fruitfulness is a result not of your strain efforts, not of your intellectual potential or whatever. Fruitfulness comes by intimacy. That, that's how it works in the natural and that's how it works in the spiritual also. By your intimacy with Christ, by your being attached with Him and united with Him, you know, you flourish and you bring forth fruit. And Jesus says in John chapter 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. Like it or not, that's the only option you have. So if you remain in me, if you continue to be united with me, you bear much fruit. If you're separated from me and you don't stay in me, you're not able to produce anything and you dry up and you're appointed to destruction. You know, like it's not going to work. So if you have challenges, don't stop coming to the church. Don't stop coming to be united with God. Don't be disappointed by Him because it is your only option to overcome is to, be conti to continue to be united with Him and to remain in Him. And you know, sooner or later, whatever is found in Christ would be your final result. Victory belongs to you. Thank you, Father. Let us pray for this next coming season and let us trust the Lord that whatever challenge we face, you know, that the results are in Him and they are prepared for us and we can overcome. Heavenly Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for the magnificent, mighty power of your resurrection life and that it is available for every one of us in these days. We can overcome and be strong and finish strong by your divine support. And we declare that death is overcome. Death of our personality, our spiritual man, and whatever we were dead in some areas, you know, you have given us abundant life, abundant life which overcomes. And I declare that in every area of our lives, where it's still winter lingering and death and stagnation, I declare breakthrough through the mighty power of the Spirit that almonds will appear and you have given us the power of the picture of the almond which means which means it is the only kind 
for break forth and break through. And we declare that in our lives, in every victory, we will see the manifestation of life abundant. In the same manner Jesus was resurrected from the dead, we may live in newness of life. I declare over your children and over your people that this newness of life supports their personal lives in every way. And everything required for life and godliness belongs to us. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for blessing us, supporting us, and being the source of our victory. Amen. Praise God. Thank you very much. For